Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of A Trophy Life, the official podcast of the Naismith Awards here in Atlanta. This is your host, Bob Rathman, bidding you welcome. And coming up on this week's podcast, a conversation with our Jersey Mike's Naismith Girls High School Coach of the Year, Tamika Dudley from Sidwell Friends School in Washington, D.C., where she coached our Jersey Mike's Naismith Girls High School Player of the Year in Kiki Rice. We'll talk about that and much, much more, a conversation that I know you will enjoy with Tamika Dudley. That's coming up in just a moment. Our Jersey Mike's news and notes for the week, and the big one, of course, NCAA President Mark Emmert announcing that he will step down by 2023. And it comes at a time when the NCAA is in the midst of restructuring its entire organization. This is a seminal moment in the history of the NCAA as we know it. Big issues like the transfer portal, NIL, conference superpowers, the list goes on and on. This is big news that affects not only college basketball, but all of college sports. More on that in the weeks to come for sure. When we return, my conversation with Tamika Dudley. But first, this from Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's would like to dedicate the next three seconds to our new grilled portobello mushroom and Swiss sub. Trust us, it tastes good too, because fresh ingredients make a sub above. Well, we are so proud and so excited to talk to today on our Naismith podcast, our 2022 Jersey Mike's. Naismith National High School Girls Coach of the Year, Tamika Dudley from Sidwell Friends in D.C. And, of course, she also coached our Player of the Year uh, in Kiki Rice. So we are really in high cotton today to welcome Tamika to the podcast. Coach, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. And such an honor to be here. Thank you for having me on. When you found out that you were going to win this prestigious award, what was the first thing that ran through your mind? Me, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. like, are they referring to me? You know, um, definitely a surreal moment for me, and it took me a while to kind of process what that really meant. Um, but such a prestigious honor to be recognized, and I always say recognized for something that I do every single day um, and, you know, enjoy doing is my passion. And you do it well. Uh, I'm sure that, that our listeners on the podcast to make a, you know, want to know about your story. Take us back as, um, you know, growing up and where and how you fell in love with basketball. Tell us about your, your life story up to now. Yeah. Um, so grew up with three older brothers. And, you know, it's interesting. I shared this with another, um, in another podcast that I actually grew up as a Jehovah Witness. And uh, anyone who's familiar with the religion, you don't play sports. Um, so my first experience with sports was just playing in our neighborhood with my brothers and them beating me up and, you know, kind of just being an athlete. I played football with them and just did different things. Um, And so, you know, my parents ended up divorcing as I got a little older and kind of then I was introduced to sports. I had an older brother that played and he would take me to the court in the snow and, you know, we would do different things and he kind of groomed me. It's funny. He would, be very proud that I'm mentioning him right now in this podcast. Um, but that was my introduction to sports and basketball, and I just loved playing and being a competitor, maybe because I had five siblings, four siblings. Um, and so that just was kind of a natural thing. Um, went on to play high school basketball. Uh, started out my freshman year when girls' basketball was 
starting to take off, didn't really know much about, you know, the journey to the college level. Um, I, I was fortunate to have a coach, um, Tim Taylor, who currently is the head coach at Navy uh, on the women's side, who basically told me that, you know, if you get the grades and you take care of the academics, I'll get you to college to play sports. And I think that just motivated me in a different way. Um, so I had a great high school career at Woodbridge Senior High School, where I'm from, and went on to play at Long Island University in Brooklyn, New York. I had a great career there, uh, Hall, Hall of Famer in both my high school and uh, at LIU. Um, came what my, my dream out of college was always to coach basketball. I just always felt like a natural leader and enjoyed finding ways to get the team to be successful, even as a player. That was my motivation. And um, I went on to coach at UNC Wilmington as an assistant coach for about a year um, before I quickly realized that, you know, I didn't feel like I was able to have the impact that I wanted to have on the game at that level at that time. Um, and so I returned to my hometown and I started as uh, I became an assistant coach at Potomac High School, where I had the opportunity to co coach uh, Lynetta Kaiser as an assistant uh, coach, Lynetta Kaiser, who went on to play at Maryland in the professional level. And uh, it's interesting because she just reached out to me today about coming to help me out with our kids. Um, and then I had my daughter and I stopped coaching for a little bit, thought I would be done coaching and my, you know, that my career would be over because I wanted to invest in my child. And uh, that only lasted for two years. And I was called back to my alma mater at Woodbridge High School. Um, I was able to coach there for two years under my former uh, head coach or assistant coach. He was my assistant for three years as a player and was my head coach for my senior year at Woodbridge. I coached under him for two years, and oddly enough, he'd known me since I was 14, and he actually had a uh, went into cardiac arrest in the game as, as um, I was his assistant, and I actually performed CPR and um, – after he had his, his heart attack, I took over for him and then was named the new head coach at Woodbridge thereafter. Um, and then worked my way from the, top, from the bottom to the top at Woodbridge. When I came into Woodbridge, my first three years, we won five games, we won four games, we won six games, and to the point where I just questioned whether or not I should be doing this. Like, maybe I'm not the right fit, and I was a, I'm the type of person where, like, listen, if I'm not the one – if this isn't for me, you know, I get it. But I did some soul searching, stuck with it, worked harder, um, tried to find ways to get kids to come to us when we weren't very good. And, you know, eventually some kids took a chance and propelled our program to one of the top teams in the state. Ultimately winning the state championship was the first time in school history. Um, had the opportunity to coach a lot of amazing kids and help them find their way to college. Um, and then after after that, started my career at Well Friends. And, I mean, the rest is kind of, you know, it, it's history, you know, like crazy to, how I fumbled, stumbled upon the job at Well. had no intention on leaving Woodbridge. Wow. I want to ask you a couple of things about what you just said, um, you know, the, the, the scholastic coaching and the rewards thereof. But first I got to ask you about the CPR. That, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people – take that training but yes. you know when you're shocked into action 
to remember it all and what to do. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so, you know, uh, I, I'm also a PE teacher. That, you know, that was my, my degree, my major. And mm-hmm. I train, I actually train students every year. I would train students year after year at the high school level to perform CPR, how to use the AED. So I had a number of years of training. However, I will say that when he collapsed in that game, I mean, instinctually, I just went down and started doing chest compressions and CPR, but I was definitely, in my mind, super nervous. And, um, you know, I was fortunate that there were people at the gym that helped me, and uh, it was definitely a moment in my life that, you know, I don't want to ever have to be in that situation again. Um, And a lot of that training just kicked in instinctually. I mean, I also had known him for a long time, and I knew a little bit about his family history. So my first thought was that he was having a heart attack or some type of heart-related emergency. Mm-hmm. Wow, um, good for you. That's yeah. pretty. That's wow. That <laughs> that is some story to, in the middle of a game. Uh, yeah. To make it, let me. Add, you mentioned the rewards of coaching in high school versus college, and it really is uh, striking uh, the differences sometimes. Uh, you know, both are great. There's no question. But what would you say are the rewards that you get? from coaching high school basketball that you might not get at college or pro? Yeah, I feel like at this point in their lives, it, it can be it can go one way or the other. Um, they, at this age, need the guidance, more guidance. They are, um, you know, more impressionable. Um, I feel like for me, when I was at that phase in my life, um, the my coaches – truly changed the the trajectory of my life. Um, And I feel like at this level, I have the ability to help change the trajectory of some of these kids' lives um, in a positive way. Um, Once they get to the college level, I feel like it's more of a business transaction um, and there's more of a business side of it that I didn't enjoy. Um, And I I didn't feel like it was basketball and coaching at its purest. Um, and I feel like at this level, it, it is it is that way. And um, these kids are making really hard decisions that will impact them for the rest of their lives, and they need good guidance, and they need people who have been in the trenches, who have been through it, um, to help to help direct them. Right. And, you know, there isn't a great player anywhere ever right. uh, that does not succeed. When they look back on it, they right. almost always say, you know, it was my high school coach. That right. set me on the path, and that's that's a very fulfilling thing for an educator and a coach. Yes, yes, definitely, and I take that very, very seriously because I know what it can mean to some of these kids, and I just want to give them the best experience possible. It's never been about winning or personal accolades for me. I just, you know, I had that experience, and, you know, I wanted to give that to others. Let me ask you about your, your team, you, you know, the talent level uh, at Sidwell has just gone through the roof. Uh, we mentioned Kiki Rice. Uh, I yeah. know you are you are beaming with pride over what yes. has happened with Kiki. Tell us about her and, and her journey. Yeah, well, when I came in to Sidwell Friends, it's interesting because actually her mom had reached out to me initially about me bringing my daughter, who was at that time a seventh grader, and Kiki might have been a freshman. 
And uh, at that time, I didn't really know much about Civil War Friends, so I was like, uh, you know, I always had the vision that my daughter was going to play for me at Woodbridge, where I went to high school, graduate from my high school, and kind of be, you know, follow my path. And um, and so that was my first, you know, interaction with the Rices in general as a family. I'd seen Kiki, I think, in the Dream NBA was the first time I saw her play, um, but, you know, was so far removed from that and her that, you know, it was kind of like, oh, this kid's good. So that was my first interaction. When I came to Sidwell on my, for the very first time, I actually came, again, by way of my daughter. We came to a workout. All these amazingly talented kids were here, and I was like, where's the coach? You know, never even thought about coaching at Sidwell Friends or coaching Kiki Rice. Um, and so just watching her and at that time, just to see what an amazing, amazing talent she was, I was like, wow, like, just kind of wondering, like, what, where's, what, you know, what this is, where's her coach? You know, just would have thought you would have heard, I would have heard more about this kid. Um, so naturally when I got here, I didn't know much about her other than her ability to play. But as soon as, you know, she was, she actually was a part of the interview process when I was interviewed to, to be hired here and talking to her and some of her teammates, the things that they had not had the opportunity to, to be exposed to, such as, like, high-level practices or scouting reports or, you know, um, you know, I don't know, this exposure to this part of the game. And I just kind of thought, wow, as good as she is, she hasn't even scratched the surface yet because she hasn't had the level of coaching that she uh, will, will get at the, at the next level. So my goal was to come in and try to provide that for her and give her as much as I could to prepare her and get her ready for the next level. And, man, she totally embraced me. She embraced all of those ideals. Um, She embodies everything that a coach could possibly want and expect um, from a leader in their program. Um, Outside of her being an amazing player, she's just an amazing human being. Um, And so, I mean, people don't eat me. It's a luxury, I think, to know who Kiki is because on the surface people may see her as one way, but, you mean she's so there's so much depth to her um, as a person. Wow, what a what a story! That is great. Well, I can't let you go uh, to Mika without talking about another player, <laughs> and that's your daughter, uh, uh, class of '24, right up there with the best of the best of, of the sophomore class this year. I know you don't mind bragging on Kendall, right? <laughs> Tell us about it. Yeah, it's funny because I probably brag on her the least. <laughs> because I know. It's tough, it's tough being a mom coach. Way. Right, right, exactly. Because you know you have to share, you have to share your 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 uh, recognition as a as a kid of a of a coach with so many other kids. But you know, Kendall has always been such an easy kid. You know, and I've coached her entire you know existence. She's been around the game, around me coaching other people's kids. Uh, it's very interesting that I, I've been, I was talking to Lynetta Kaiser this morning and, uh, you know, of course I mentioned her before she played in the pros. And when I was pregnant with Kendall, I was coaching her and I used to talk about what she was going to be while I was coaching. Like when I, I would even still play with them on the court when I was like eight months pregnant, I'd be out there like helping them with five on five drills. And they're like, Oh my gosh, sit down, sit down. And I would always say, I'm going to have a six, six point guard, you know, I, I literally just talked it up, and uh, they used to laugh at me. And it's so funny because this, this morning, Lynetta and I were talking, 
And Lynetta was like, you really talked that up. But I was like, I know. I was like, I, she didn't get to 6'6", six, six, but definitely spoke it into existence. <laughs> but no, I, you know, like I always say I must have done something right in a past life because God has truly blessed me with, you know, not only an amazing player, but just another amazing human being. Like Kendall has far exceeded my expectations as a parent. Um, he has always been there and taken a back seat to so many other kids as I've coached them through the years. She was kind of like always there by my side, but just so independent and allowed me to be the coach that I wanted to be for others. And I'm so blessed to now be able to be that for her. And, um, you know, people always want you to kind of talk about what they do on the floor. She's amazing on the court. She's a coach's dream, does everything she's asked to do. She's a glue player. She can defend one through five. Um, her her motor is so high, and just all those things make her super attractive as a player. But more importantly, the person that she is 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 unbelievable, and I will take that any day of the week over anything that she can possibly do on the court. Um, and so I'm just blessed, man. I'm just absolutely blessed. And I don't I don't know like things for me have just um, has have happened that way by chance, and I can only chalk it up to like divine intervention, but. Yeah, I'm fortunate and I'm blessed for the opportunities that I've had to do to, for, for this game. Well, Tamika Dudley, you're pretty special yourself, and we're so Thank proud you. of you, proud to honor you with our Jersey Mike's Naismith National High School Girls Coach of the Year. And uh, not only with Kiki, but also with Kendall, I think we'll be talking again in the future. So yeah, yes, we appreciate so. you and our congratulations. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. That will do it for this week. Be back with us next week. We will hear from more award winners on A Trophy Life. From all of us at the Naismith Awards, Bob Rathman wishing you a great weekend. We'll see you next week.